It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Winnipeg Jets. A thrilling 2-1 overtime victory for Vegas, who improves to 8-2-0 so far on the year. And to help us break this one down, we go back up to the radio booth, bringing the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, we're going to start with the play that ended it. It's Jack Eichel just doing what superstars do. He found an opening. He found a pocket. He made a play and delivered a 2-1 win. Yeah, you're you're just waiting for Jack to explode. <laughs> now, don't forget, he, with two points today, leads the team, 10 points. <laughs> but what you're seeing during play is a guy who is on the precipice of truly breaking out. He's collecting points, but is he taking over? Mm. And I think you're seeing, with that play as a prime example, more frequently, Jack Eichel taking over. And Gary's example of Michael Jordan's great. I mean, they're just certain mm. basketball players. Everybody knows the ball's going to be in that guy's hands after a timeout and an inbound pass. Well, this was sort of similar in that the Knights got an offensive zone possession in the final seconds of overtime. And because you have the bench near the offensive zone in overtime, which is a change from the way it used to be, by the way, Mm -hmm. then Jack can hop over the railing more easily. If that change had not been made, if the Knights were attacking the other end, there's no way that that happens. Eichel can't get onto the ice in the way that he did there for the final seconds of the game. And uh, I think not only did Jack know, I think his teammates and everybody for the Winnipeg Jets knew that he was going to try to make the play, Mm -hmm. uh, create an opening, find a hole, and then put it home. And that's what he did. That's what superstars do. And I think that when we think about Jack Eichel, you think superstar. Riley Smith said it to us in the preseason. Jack is clearly a top 10 player in the league. Not just top 10 in scoring, but you include defensemen and goalies, top 10 player in the National Hockey League. Vegas Golden Knights have never had that before. This is what a top 10 player in the National Hockey League ought to do, can do, and is doing for the Golden Knights. Now, what do you what do you think that play does for Jack in the interim in the next you know couple of games, handful of games? Uh, because as you mentioned, he's he's collecting points. He's certainly playing well, but you're looking for more of those pockets within a game where Jack goes and does something like that. Yeah, and you're taking it on the road now too. He knows yeah. that Buffalo is the fifth game on this trip coming up. Mm-hmm. He wants to go into that game on a heater, so to speak, so that he can uh, do what he wants to do to Buffalo and we'll leave it at that and you know this is the kind of season for Jack where he's just turned 26 years old he has been among the most uh, exciting players of his generation taken one pick after Connor McDavid of course but he is right there in what he is capable of doing but because of being on a bad team because of the injury uh, he has not risen to the full prominence I think he believes he could achieve. I've said this a handful of times, Ryan, to people who've asked me about the Knights, uh, Jack Eichel, especially people in other markets. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes a run at 100 points this year. Mm -hmm. And you and I have talked about it. I mean, he really can do that, especially if you're going to put a superstar line together of Stevenson, Eichel, and Stone. That's not what it started out as. Remember, you had Smith and Kessel there. But it seems, at least for now, Stevenson, Eichel, and Stone is the combo that the Knights will rely upon. And, of course, it's Stone and Eichel who produced today. Stone and Eichel are the 
highest paid forwards for the Knights, and Stevenson is a budding star. Uh, and we say budding only in that the rest of the NHL seems to have not noticed what he's been doing here, but he's right on par with those guys, and his speed opens things up for Jack and for Mark. So with all of that said, I really do think that Jack is, uh, if, if things continue to track this way, uh, I, I see Jack making a run at 100 points this year. Now, during this game, and this had to be a tough one for for the Golden Knights and the players, right? Because you have so many opportunities, so many chances uh, in the first 40 minutes. Connor Hellebuck was next level. He was fantastic in this game. Golden Knights did leave a couple on the table with empty nets. They just weren't able to convert on. But then you fall down one nothing early on in the third period. The, the, the ability to stick with it and not open things up too much, not allow Winnipeg to kind of run away with the game when they got up one to nothing. Uh, that's good to see from the Golden Knights. Yeah, that's well said. And especially for the guys who've been around a while, mm-hmm. who know how good Connor Hellebuck has been against the Knights. And I don't know Connor Hellebuck personally. I've spoken to him maybe twice ever, so I don't know him. <laughs> I've watched interviews with him, but I would have to imagine that his record of 5-0 and with two shutouts against the Knights mm-hmm. since Vegas beat him and the Jets in the playoffs back in 2018, I've got to imagine that stays in his mind. I've got to imagine he uses that as motivation anytime he faces the Golden Knights. And he was, again, terrific today. Season high in mm-hmm. shots faced. Most shots he's seen from the Golden Knights in his regular season appearances against them. He was fantastic. And had the Knights lost this game, one nothing or even 2-1, to one, mm-hmm. you would have said, hey, you run into a hot goalie sometimes. Bruce Cassidy tends to not make excuses like that, so I wouldn't have been surprised if he would have been able to poke a couple of um, holes in that mm-hmm. theory and really brought up how the Knights had their chances and they need to capitalize. And, you know, William Carlson told us a few moments ago that it was frustrating yeah. and how to team stay with all of that. So I, that Hellebuck was as good as he was and the Knights still found a way it's just uh, one more notch in that mentality of how good teams find a way. You know, and then Aiden Hill uh, didn't have a lot to do until the third period, but made some really big saves, especially in overtime, to allow the Golden Knights an opportunity to get two points. Yeah, he didn't get rattled when he got tripped by Dubois either. Yeah. I mean, he made the save with the glove to his left on Nate Schmidt, and the Dubois, rightfully crashing the net, put his stick into the skates of Hill, and though he said something toward the referee and Carlson came in, you know, Hill didn't really let it phase him. And I think, Ryan, that we're about to hear from Bruce Cassidy, so if you'd like to go to him, we can do that. Sounds great. Here's Bruce Cassidy. What does winning in this fashion mean tonight? Uh, I think it's good for your sort of overall confidence and demeanor of your team when, you know, clearly you've outplayed the opposition yet can't seem to find a way to get it in. They score quick. Obviously, we're not. We weren't. We've done a really good job coming out of intermissions, starting games, but we we weren't ready to play uh, on that puck drop. Um, part of that's on me. I switched up the maybe the matchup. Um, not that we tend to chase those, but should have given them a little more of a heads up. But nevertheless, they earned their goal. They got it to the net. And they out muscle muscled us to the front of the net. Um, but just keep pushing. Not get reckless. Right after that, we you know we we, we kept playing the right way we were the better team so just get back to it so uh that was good and and our top guys get a goal for us we get a big kill you know we get the save we need and you know then overtime anything can happen i I thought we didn't possess the puck well enough in overtime to be quite honest like we we got it back a few times and didn't hang on to it but you know eventually we did and you get the goal i think that's what happens in overtime the team that has the puck more is 
probably going to win the game eventually. And um, we were fortunate there for a stretch, and but got it back late, and Jack made a hell of a play. Jesse. Jesse Granger at the Athletic. You touched on it a little bit, but um, can you just talk about maybe what was said, what the what the mood was like on the bench when they go up one nothing after you guys uh, were not playing them like that? Uh, honestly, there was no panic. I mean, we were playing very very well. Uh, you know, they outplayed us for thirty seconds and they have the lead. That you know, that's kind of sucks. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't abandon ship, right? So we just hey, next shift, let's get it back, tilt the ice back in our favor, and. And we didn't necessarily do that, but we at least, you know, kept playing. We didn't. What I liked, Jesse, is we didn't sort of sell the farm. You know, we had we had 19 and a half minutes to get back into it, so and we're only one shot away. So I, I think the guys recognize that. Let's just get back to our game. You know, it's a little bit of a hiccup, and and we did. And I thought, you know, we pushed, had some chances. So did they. Um, tough for Hilly, right? He doesn't see much, and all of a sudden in the third period, now now he's got to be relied on, but. Well, that's he gets paid to do his job, and he did it. Did it well, so good for him. Let's go to Alan. Hey, Bruce, Alan Snell with LVSportsBiz.com. You've deposited, I think, 16 out of 20 points, um, first 10 games. That's exactly correct. And um, <laughs> as coaches, we know those things. <laughs> I'm just doing. It's, you have a 10-game sample into the season. What's the emerging identity of this team, and is the team performing up to your expectations even at this point? Uh, listen, we can always be better in certain areas, but you win eight, eight out of ten games. I don't think in those eight we stole any either. There are certainly some games along the way there that, but I thought we've we've played well. Um, as I said, didn't I don't think any of the eight wins like I walked away and said we were lucky to win. Um, I look at the Calgary, the two games we lost, we were right there as well. Not, not, not that we deserved to win in Calgary, but we did have a 2-0 lead and was tied with three or four minutes to go. Um, so as far as expectations go, it's too early to say point-wise what, what it's supposed to be. We go into every game expecting to win, I'll tell you that. and it doesn't, It's not going to work out that way. But, um, and we expect it to build on our game uh, as the year goes on. So... Um, as, as far as our identity, I want it to be that we're hard to play against. We're going to be solid defensively as a group. And I think that has definitely been our identity. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I think we lead the league in that, in that, in that category. We also want to be a team that transitions and, and scores and attacks. And I think we've done a lot of that as well. Are the goal numbers as high as what we've actually done on the ice? No. And I, I look at a night like tonight, like those are going to go in down the road. Nick Hag's chance in front of the net. Uh, was a miracle save, a couple of posts. The power play tonight looked sharp, recovering pucks, made some plays low and in the interior. Um, so that part of our game will go. Like our our, our D haven't scored a lot of goals, Alan, but I, I got to tell you, I've never seen so many grade-A chances, and they're going to happen. Uh, they are. Um, so that part of it I like. So I don't, I'm not sure if I've answered your questions because I don't want to get into expectation in terms of I expect us to keep getting better and um, – you know, come April and May, be, be on top of our game. <clears throat> so Chris, Ken, Willie. <coughs> Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Um, Nick Waugh and, and Brett Howden, they didn't get on the score sheet tonight, but they were really noticeable out there, especially uh, Brett had a couple of opportunities maybe to put one in. Just how important is it for, for the bottom six guys to go out and play games like those guys did tonight? 
Yeah, they're asked to do uh, some different things at times uh, in terms of the matchups. Most of them, well, Nick plays power play, so I shouldn't say that. So does Phil. But uh, they're always expected to create offense when the puck's on their stick and contribute there. Um, do we need it to win? No. But, you know, the expectation is that they have to do their part. And uh, Howie hit a post tonight. He was off net with a couple chances in the third. That, that's the one thing with Howie. He's got to learn to to be on net with his shot, be maybe a volume producer. Some guys only need one chance. Uh, he's not that guy, so he'll have to build that into his game. Nick Waugh had, the, I thought, the winning goal on the stick late there and a great save, um, but we've seen him make some high-end plays. Uh, so happy with their game. I mean, those guys are, I don't know if soldiers the right word, but they are. They, they go out and do their job and uh, get, get some D-zone starts too so they get some of the you know, the, the dirty work they have to get done. And, um, and Nick's established himself in this league and, and how he's kind of there, but not quite where Nick is. And I, I think he's doing a good job for us. A little bit, you know, under the radar type of player, but uh, stats don't, you, you don't jump off the page. But from day one, I think he's done what was asked or what has been asked of him. So I'm, I'm very pleased with, with him. Ken Bolke, Sidman, Not Vegas. First time you played a team twice, did you notice anything different in how they were attacking you, how they were defending, anything like that? No, not really. I mean, they're on three and four on the road. Uh, so for us, we're finishing four and six. Most of it's at home, a quick trip to San Jose. So you'd like to think you're the fresher team, and I think it showed during the game. They got life off their goal. So, um, But no, I, I, I mean, they do things well, just like every other team. Our focus is always on us, especially now. We'll start worrying about other teams later until, until we get a good handle on ourselves. So um, I know that they've got threats off the rush. They've got Connor, who's got a lot of speed. They'll make plays if you give them time and space over the blue line. That much I know, and they'll continue to do that. Uh, I know Hellebuck's a world-class goaltender. I think we all saw that tonight. So, um, But that's probably as far as you know um, info I can give you on Winnipeg that, that you, uh, you don't already know. Bruce, Willie Ramirez with the Associated Press. Go into the season. Robin had season-ending surgery. Laurent is out for a bit. And there's so many questions about this goalie tandem. And now 10 games in, they're leading the league with their goals against. Could you just talk about it? There were, you made a comment, I think, the second or third home game that Aiden doesn't even consider himself the backup. He's the 1A. These guys are playing like they're both starters. Yeah, Logan's played six, and, and Aiden was four. And, and I'll be up front. That was our plan. And we were going to stick to it unless something really went haywire. We were not going to deviate just because maybe one of the guys had a, a, a poor outing, and that didn't work out. They've all had solid outings. We weren't going to deviate because the guy pitched a shutout because now twice Logan's pitched a shutout and not gone in the next day, which is, you know, people will say this coach is cuckoo. But th this, this was the plan for October for two young guys, not to overtax them and not to – you know, sort of lose their confidence while they're going to get highs and lows, right? It's this is your job, this is your night. Now, that'll change as we go forward. If, if one of them separates himself, uh, obviously they'll get more starts. Um, but at the end of the day, happy for them. They both worked hard. They both, when it was their turn, took the ball and run with it. So uh, I think we're playing good in front of them, uh, good team defense. And Again, as I've said, when, when we have broken down, they've done their part. And, and we don't want to rely on them to be the guy that wins games for us every night. And so far, I think the, the team has bought into that, and they've trusted whoever's in there to get it done. Um, so, so far, so good. I, I think in the outside looking in, people auto, uh, automatically assumed it was going to be 
you know, not good, and I get it on paper, but the game's not played on paper. They're both good goaltenders, solid goaltenders, and I felt we would play well in front of them. We taught it well in camp. Guys have bought into it, so um, I'm not surprised. They, they've, they've played well. I, I didn't know them 100%, but they have a reputation of being two solid goaltenders. Uh, we're healthy, too, don't forget. So we've got the same group in front of them every day, learning the process every night, so we've got progressively better as well. Final two questions. We'll go Chris, then Jade. Chris Wynn, KDWN. Bruce, uh, dramatic win here tonight. What's this mean going into the first, you know, real extended road trip here back east for your hockey club? Well, there's always measuring uh, uh, sticks, games, teams, and uh, for me it's segments, right? So it's a month or it's a 10-game segment. So now we're 800 for, you know, for this 10 gigs. I mean, you keep that up, that's, you know, through the roof positive um so i like that part that you know going on the road it happens to come after a 10 game segment after a month and so a lot of good things out of the gate but i mean we're, we're a long way to go from anywhere right so um so i think what it means is the guys have confidence they have a little bit of swagger maybe back that the knights had two years ago last year with all the injuries and what happened probably lost a little bit of that because i've seen it and i've heard them talk about it so that's what it means right now but it's Basically, we're rolling into November, right? So uh, there's a, a lot of hockey left, but, I mean, it's a good thing to get out of the gate well. I mean, you see it every year in this league. The teams that fall behind and chase it, from it, it's difficult. It's difficult. So we didn't want to be in that position, and right now we're not. And we'll see what happens you know, as we hit the road. One with Jade. Um, Jade Thomas, Rebel Report. You spoke a little bit about... Um, being fresh, the fresher team and stuff. So how do you keep them fresh going on this long road stance? How do you keep the momentum going and energy up? Well, some of it is self-sustaining when you're winning and playing well, right? So the, the guys, it's a bit of a the mental part of it. Um, so so that part is, is good when, when, when you're going well. Uh, we've tried to manage minutes. That's how you keep your energy up as well. I think today we got a little bit off because now you get behind at the start of the, the third. Um, but for the most part, it's been fairly balanced. Goaltending work's been balanced. Um, and then on the road, we've got to make sure we balance rest with practice. We've had a lot of good practice time here, and some of that has to do with our schedule. We've been home. Um, like yesterday, you know, it's, it's our – today was going to be our fourth game in six days, and but we felt we could have a good practice, bring lots of energy, and still ha have some in the tank tonight. On the road, you might not be able to do that. There might have to be an extra day off or two simply because you're getting in late and there's just – this is just different, you know, when, when you're not sleeping in your own bed. Thanks, Bruce. Yep. Thanks, all. We'll have an updated schedule. That was head coach Bruce Cassidy after a 2-1 Vegas Golden Knights win over the Winnipeg Jets in overtime. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu price pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS on PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Winnipeg Jets 2-1 in overtime. A thrilling game, even though you just had three goals. 8-2-0, the Vegas Golden Knights through their first 10 games of the year. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. The Golden Knights absolutely dominated. The first 40 minutes of this game. Connor Hellebuck was, quite frankly, the only reason that the Golden Knights 
were not leading in this game going into the third period. And that's where we pick things up because that's when business picked up in the game. The Golden Knights dominating through 40 minutes would find their themselves on uh, having to come back from a deficit as the Winnipeg Jets got to it early on in the third period with Adam Lowry scoring just 13 seconds in. Puck comes out in front of the Vegas net. Out to the right point, a shot, save, rebound, score! The Jets strike first, 14 seconds into the third period. They swarm the Vegas net. Adam Lowry right there on the doorstep. And after a couple of ties around the crease, he hammered it through Hill. Adam Lowry's second goal of the year from Neil Pionk and Morgan Barron at 13 seconds of the third period made it one to nothing Winnipeg. Seven minutes later, the Golden Knights finally found a way as the captain put home his own rebound to beat Connor Hellebuck and tie the game. Fuck out in front, they score! The captain ties it! Mark Stone, right side of the crease, hammers it through Hellebuck. Golden Knights have tied at 1-1, 12.47 to go in the third period. Mark Stone's third goal of the year from Jack Eichel at 7.13 of the third period tied the game at one. We'd head to overtime for the first time this year, and Aiden Hill would have to come up big with our AAA insurance save of the game. Leading Schmidt through the right circle. Schmidt closes in. Save! Then Hill gets tripped. Hill holds on after making the save. Triple A is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. Triple A, outsmart life. So that big-time save from Aiden Hill set up the waning seconds of overtime as Jack Eichel found the puck on his stick, and he called game. Eichel, nine seconds through the left circle. Number nine closing in. He scores! It's an overtime winner. Jack Eichel, 2-1 Golden Knights with six seconds to go. Eichel sets up the game-tying goal. Scores the overtime winner. Vegas 2, Winnipeg 1. And the Knights are 8-2 in their first 10 games under Bruce Cassidy. Jack Eichel's fourth of the year from Shea Theodore and Mark Stone at 4.53 of overtime wins the game for the Vegas Golden Knights 2-1 and sends everybody home from T-Mobile Arena happy. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Keegan Colesar missed his second consecutive game with an illness. We'll see what ends up happening with the Golden Knights on the road, but right now a healthy team, an 8-2-0 team who takes it to the road on Tuesday, 4 o'clock, against the Washington Capitals. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. You're We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Postgame Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Postgame Show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Winnipeg Jets 2-1 to in overtime on Jack Eichel's Fourth goal of the year, his first overtime winner for the Vegas Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. Uh, this one's real simple. This one's real easy. The Golden Knights probably deserved a better fate through the first 40 minutes of the game. Connor Hellebuck was next level. Vesna, quality goaltending from Connor Hellebuck tonight. I don't want to hear 
the idea or the thought that the Golden Knights didn't do enough, didn't create enough. They created enough chances against Connor Hellebuck. He was just that good. Uh, could you could you could you bear down? Could you find a way? Yeah, you could. Would it have been nice to not hit a couple of posts? Would it have been nice for for Nick Hague to find the back of the net in the first period off of that great chance? Yeah, it would have. But Connor Hellebuck made some desperation saves, and he was next level all world through 40 minutes. Then the Golden Knights get behind the eight ball, and it's the important players for this hockey club. It's Mark Stone, the captain, tying the game, finally getting one by Connor Hellebuck, and then it's Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel, in one of the greatest individual plays in Golden Knights history, picks up the puck, circles around the offensive zone, and then puts his head down, power move to the inside and around Connor Hellebuck. That is the type of play you were hoping for, wanting for, waiting for when you make the trade for Jack Eichel. And the fact that you're getting it right now if you're a Golden Knights fan, that is icing on the cake. The Golden Knights are 8-2-0 through their first 10 games of the year, 16 out of a possible 20 points, a fantastic start under head coach Bruce Cassidy. Golden Knights will take it on the road Tuesday at 4 o'clock against the Washington Capitals. That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show. Presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 2-1 to the final in overtime. The Golden Knights defeat the Winnipeg Jets for the second time in 10 days. Vegas 8-2-0. You'll take that every single time to start a year but for the Golden Knights this year means something more it is obviously a chance to get themselves back into the playoffs it's a chance to prove to the hockey world that they are still contenders and it is an opportunity for Jack Eichel to really find the next gear in his game and let me tell you right now he found it tonight in this one against the Winnipeg Jets in overtime you put the puck on Jack Eichel's stick and he calls game for Vegas. That is one of the most important goals in Jack Eichel's career. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. We can talk about Jack Eichel. We can talk about an 8-2-0 Vegas Golden Knights team. We can talk about anything that you want in relation to how the Golden Knights have started the year through their first 10 games. They're getting the goaltending. They're getting production really up and down the lineup. But they're getting production from their best players, their most important players, their highest paid players. And tonight, if not for Mark Stone finding a way, if not for Jack Eichel hitting the ice at the right time and making an individual play, this game probably ends differently and it probably ends the the way that some of these games ended for the Golden Knights through the first five years of their existence. You wanted a game. You wanted a moment. You wanted a shift. You wanted a goal that explains better than any other explanation why you make a trade for Jack Eichel. It was this one here tonight. 
from Jack in overtime against Winnipeg. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. Dial them up right now. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. So my my son and my husband were at this game, and right after the end of the third period, my husband texted me, and it was just so close, the story of this game, because holy moly, there were so many chances. Mm-hmm. And I, you love to see that, that they're getting those chances. You really obviously would like to see them bury more, but in the end, it didn't hurt us. Yes, we gave Winnipeg a, a loser point, but mm-hmm. that'll happen. It's bound to happen. You cannot win everything in regulation. Uh, so I was just glad to see that they kept fighting through it. And Jack Eichel, six seconds left. It mm-hmm. makes me think of the game last March that he scored, like right before the game ended. He's mm-hmm. really good at pulling those out and mm-hmm. the minute you need it. Yeah, you know what, Stephanie, thank, thank you for the call, and thanks for that callback to Jack Eichel, that, that goal late in the game that gave Vegas a, a big-time win down the stretch. That was one of those Jack Eichel becomes a golden knight. Like, you know you're traded for, you know you're with a new team, but when you have a, a goal that is that impactful, then it all becomes real. To me, this is one of the most important ones for Jack this season because you needed that superstar moment. He delivered in a big way. In a game where the Golden Knights could have gotten incredibly frustrated and abandon their game, I think they stuck with it for the most part, and you needed your best player to pull one out for you, and he did that in spades there in overtime. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us here on the Extended Post Game Show. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, to echo two people, holy moly, Stephanie, I agree. Mm-hmm. And Dan Duba said it. He said, superstars are that way, and Jack Eichel's a superstar. Mm-hmm. And when you have the ball with three seconds to go in the game and you're, it's in the hands of Steph Curry, he takes the shot. So Jack Eichel came through as he so often does. I do want to call a little bit of BS on one thing, and it's a tongue-in-cheek way of doing it. And I said it to Logan Thompson last year when after his first win in the NHL, uh, he said, I don't remember any of the saves I made in this game. And, I, and I, I, I yelled at him, I'm calling you on that one, because, it, you know, he did. Of course he did. Now, tonight, there was a good example of coach speak by Bruce Cassidy. He said, we knew going in that these two goalies had the reputation of being excellent goalies. No, coach, I got to call you down on that one. These two goalies have not had the, quote, reputation of being that good. But well, I, 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 dis- I mean, I, I disagree with that. You're, you're talking about Logan Thompson, who won AHL Goaltender of the Year, right? Like, it, it, unproven maybe at the NHL level, but I, I wouldn't say that, that he hasn't had the reputation of being very good. He's, he's done it everywhere that he's gone. No, I, and I don't mean it that way. I just mean they haven't built years like Marc-Andre Fleury and so many others of a quote, reputation in the National Hockey League yet. But Bruce Cassidy's coaching is getting him to that point. Mm -hmm. And that's why, uh, you know, a coach has got to be humble in a situation like that, obviously. The, The question I also have is, do you think the way things are going right now, and they couldn't be going much better, this is a really good time or a bad time to take a five game road trip? No, I mean, I think it's, you know, you, you got to play what's on your schedule. And thanks, Mike, for the call. I, I, I think for the Golden Knights at 8-2-0, oh, 
It's a great start through the first 10 games. You get out of the month of October feeling really good about where your game is at, but you're going to have to go on the road. You're going to have to have these moments where things are changed, your routine's a little bit different, and every team has to be able to to withstand a five-game road trip. They've got to be able to go out on the road and find points. Now, for the Golden Knights, I, I mean, I look at the five-game road trip that they're on, and, and you know, there are – teams that can be troublesome there are teams that are going to give you a bit of a different look Washington that has been a team that has traditionally been very good I I think that there are some issues with the Washington Capitals Ottawa they're missing their number one center Montreal they are going to be feisty but I I think you know you look at that in a couple different ways then you've got Toronto who are really struggling they just lost again tonight to Anaheim and then Buffalo rounds it out that's going to be a big game for Jack Eichel and for this Golden Knights team you know they're going to want to show out for that one so I think there are reasons why you welcome this challenge because you need to know where you are you need to know where you stand you need to know if you're going to be able to replicate what you've done through the first 10 games on an extended road trip so uh, it's your schedule for a reason whether it's good whether it's bad whether it's ideal or not you got to find a way to pick up points and that's really how the Golden Knights I think are going to approach it thanks Mike for the call 702-876-1340 is the number let's head back out to the phone lines bring in Greg hey Greg how you doing good how are you doing Ryan it sounds good to hear your voice I'm um, good thank you a uh, thriller, uh, very apropos, because this is the uh, day before Halloween, uh, yeah. Devil's Night, as they call it in Michigan. Uh, very much so. I concur with your uh, opinion about this being perhaps Jack Eichel's breakout game, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he wasn't, you know, shades of spectacular before, but, I mean, he certainly showed that with that dangle uh, deep in front of Hellebuck uh, there with six seconds to go in OT. Um, also, apropos, he was uh, the program they hand out the ten by seventeen uh, posters. Uh, guess who was on it? Jack Eichel. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, saves uh, earlier. Actually, I think the coach did the press conference. I think we had forty-eight shots against, as opposed to seventeen. Twenty-four. 20, right? Twenty-four for the Winnipeg Jets. 24. I mean, that by itself. I mean, you have almost half a hundo. That's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Okay. And that's, <laughs> wow. And 48 was the magic one in that case. That's just incredible. I just, uh, I, I think the point that the previous caller made is a good one. I mean, we're about, what, an eighth of the way through the season, give or take. And then, you know, it will be a test of character, but a needed test of character to see if you can perform the show on the road because you play half your games on the road. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's going to be, you know, a good challenge. And I, we'll see how the guys stand up to it. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see where the Golden Knights are at over the course of this five-game road trip. Thanks, Greg, for the call. Uh, it's your schedule for a reason. you got to find ways to pick up points, and I think for the Golden Knights, they're poised and confident in where their game is at right now, so that's going to be an important thing for them as they move forward throughout this season. 702-876-1340. we got open lines. Get to them now. Give us a call. Let us know where you stand on an 8-2-0 start for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing doing great feeling good especially uh to win a gritty game like this where you felt like you were the better team um i kind of want to just uh <laughs> reinforce what you and dan duva said because that was the first thing on my mind when this game ended was jack eichel's power move you know his awareness late game situation those are the that's when you look back at why you make a trade to give away a fan favor like alex tuck that's why you do it because you can get something that is unique in something like Jack Eichel with his skill set that you're not going to find 
across 32 teams. You know, there's only maybe a dozen players that could do things like that. So that it's nice to see him do that because it starts to validate, you know, one of the few good moves. I mean, that's just my opinion, but one of the few good moves that Kelly McCrimmon has done for this team so far. And the second thing I wanted to say mm-hmm. was uh, just I'm looking forward to this road trip. I thought the schedule makers have been really kind of Vegas this first month and a half of the season. Um, no back-to-backs on this road trip, so they should be well-rested for every game. And uh, the travel is pretty fair, and we've, we've, uh, we did get to face Winnipeg twice when they were on back-to-backs, but we did take care of business, and we beat both of their goalies. So I, li- I like where we're at through 10 games, and I feel really good going, going into the next, uh, uh, to this road trip. Yeah, you know what, Sal? I'm right there with you, and thanks for the call. Um, I, I think that from a scheduling perspective, the Golden Knights are in a really good spot. As you mentioned, there's no back-to-backs on the road, which is nice. Um, and I think that you've got to take advantage of it. When you look at the schedule, 8-2-0, uh, and oh, I don't know that anybody had that drawn up for the Vegas Golden Knights, but then you start to kind of look at the makeup of the teams, and you can see where the path was there for the Golden Knights. I think the path through the, through this five-game road trip is a really strong one for Vegas too, but you have to take advantage of them. you got to bank points because if you bank points early, it takes a little bit of pressure off the rest of the way. You don't have to be playing at an elite clip. You want to be. You want to continue to grow into your game, but it takes a lot of the pressure off over the course of the next few months and, and allows you to just kind of focus on the process, maybe a little bit more so than results. So I love where the Golden Knights are at right now. You're going to start the season 8-2-0. You're going to take that every single time. But I want to hear from you on the other side of the break. If you've never called in or if you've only called in a couple of times, now it's your turn. 702-876-1340 is the number. I've said it multiple times. This is why you trade for Jack Eichel. His game winner in overtime. There aren't a lot of players in the league that can do what Jack did in that sequence. Now you want to see him do it more, more consistently, more often. But if you were wondering why you trade for Jack Eichel, why you make that move, this was why. Have you been impressed by Jack throughout the first 10 games of the year. I want to hear from you next. 702-876-1340 is the extended postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 2-1, to one, the final score. The Golden Knights defeat the Winnipeg Jets in overtime. Jack Eichel calls game, superstar moment. That's why you trade for a player the caliber of Jack Eichel. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Justin. Hey, Justin, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, great hearing from you. Love all the stuff you do. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you. I guess um, now that we've finished the first month of the season, 8-2, and two, I know that's really early and it's a long season, but it's really giving me, I guess, reminiscence of year one mm-hmm. misfit mentality just because, you know, we, we were very successful in all the postseasons, and last season it was heartbreaking, but we really did give all the players the rest they needed, but then having to switch coaches, I, I think Bruce and the mentality that he's given, it's just been such a good kind of reset. And mm. the vibe of the locker room with Kessel last week, it just seems so renewed and everyone is having like so much fun. And then seeing, like you said, Jack Eichel kind of falling in love with the game again and all of this, it's, I don't know, it feels good. And yeah. I, I don't want to you know make any predictions too soon, but it really, like, reminds me of that first magical season so hopefully we get to continue the trend and 
yeah, just wanted to say again, appreciate all you do. Yeah, you know what, Justin, it, hang hang on the line for a second because you, you brought up Bruce Cassidy and, and kind of the mentality that he's brought to the hockey club, and I agree with you 100%. I think Bruce, for the job, for what you're looking for and, and what the Golden Knights are, are trying to do this year, I think Bruce Cassidy is the absolute right coach. But what aspect do you think has been most important and, and Bruce has kind of um, established with this team early on? What, what have you seen from Bruce that's really rubbed off on this hockey club? Well, like, this is kind of going to be a weird answer, but what I see from Bruce is like kind of a combination of different factors from previous ones. Like mm-hmm. he's motivational, like Gallant, but he's also technical, like the board, but he's also just so candid and honest. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be texting my friends, like, have you guys been listening to Cassidy's post game interviews? Cause whether we win or lose, it's, it's nice to get his input and learn more about the game. Just because he, he, I mean, he's a dad of, of a couple of children, but like he kind of, explains it from like he's giving dad energy vibes you know but it's <laughs> constructive and he's, he's honest whereas yeah at times with our previous coaches you know all respect to them but sometimes there wouldn't be the answers there but he still answer all the questions from the reporters honestly and it seems like he's adapting to what's coming forward yeah you know what justin fantastic call thank you for for calling and I, I really do appreciate it I, I think you're right on the money bruce cassidy speaks about the game in in a very different way than any other coach he's honest he tells you what he sees in 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 a winning effort in a losing effort Uh, and he's not afraid to kind of pull out some of those moments where you want the team to be better even if they've won Uh, i think that's really an energy that the golden knights can can feed off of and when you're winning it's great but the fact that bruce cassidy has has been that open it's been a revelation for us that that cover this hockey team Uh, but i think it's really it, it, it allows players to know where they stand no matter what win lose what have you? The players understand what is what is is needed, what is necessary, and what's expected of them. And I think that's massive for them going into this season. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out of the phone lines. Bring in Paul. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Oh, very good. Um, and I just give out kudos to you. Um, I've been listening for six years, and I'm a former player. And I played amateur hockey in Vegas. You do go do a great job. Thank you. Appreciate that. But I. I really think that Bruce is the key and the glue that puts this team together. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's going to change the system, but he doesn't throw it out. And one other thing, the coaches for Vegas, they don't seem, or DeBoer didn't anyways, seem to adjust on the fly. Between periods, we've seen multiple games this year where he has adjusted mm-hmm. and accountability that's a key to any professional team sport because if you don't have accountability, you don't have the motivation. But uh, I think McCrimmon nailed it when he got Cassidy. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%, Paul, and thank you for the call. I, you know, you, you know what Bruce Cassidy was able to do with the Boston Bruins. You know how good he was during that stretch. You know how well those teams defended. But, you know, to see him come in here with this Golden Knights team that has a lot to prove, that's been very vocal about having a lot to prove, and to go out and go 8-2-0 in their first 10 games. And, and really, accountability is the word. You, you know, I, I was searching for it, couldn't find it, but I think that's what it is. When you have a coach that is exacting and demanding, and that is something we we have come to understand of Bruce Cassidy, uh, a lot of times 
that can go in different directions. But I think the fact is, when there's something that's on the coaches, Bruce will say it. Right, he said it in the post-game press conference that you know that to start the third period, it, it, they as coaches gave that line a little bit of a late notice on the, that they were going to be starting the period, and it, 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 he wore that. And I think it's important to at times when you play a strong game, you can pick things apart, you can go back to tape, or you can sit there and and hold everyone accountable. And and I think what Bruce has done is just has been fantastic through the first ten games, but. It is only 10 games. For this Golden Knights team to get ultimately to where they want to be, they have to continue to grow into their game over the course of the season. And it's an encouraging start for the Golden Knights, but it's it's a start that needs to continue to be built upon over the course of the final 72 games of the year. We're back with more on the Extended Post Game Show presented by Dollar uh, uh, Extended Post Game Show right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. I'm sick of the price of everything. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 2-1 to one, the final score. The Golden Knights defeat the Winnipeg Jets in overtime on Jack Eichel's fourth goal of the year. One of the bigger ones in Golden uh, for the Golden Knights, uh, obviously, to start the season, but just a huge goal uh, for Jack Eichel. He, he jumps on the ice with just about 30 seconds left. He gets a puck. He's holding on to it in the offensive zone. And with just seven seconds left, he's able to make a power move to the front of the net around Connor Hellebuck, who was phenomenal in this game for the Winnipeg Jets uh, to win the game. Just a fantastic, fantastic job from Jack Eichel to find a way to impact this game in a positive way. And that's what superstars do. When the game is on the line, you want the puck on the stick of Jack Eichel. And you saw in overtime exactly why that is. Golden Knights improved to 8-2-0 on the year. Will next be in action on Tuesday at 4 o'clock against the Washington Capitals. That'll be a 3 o'clock pregame show. Thanks to Jed Donaldson down here, making sure everything sounded great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air, and thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your postgame show. It is not as much fun without your input tonight was fantastic let's bring the same energy on tuesday until then have a great night everybody we'll talk to you on tuesday right here on fox sports las vegas 